Hello, planet Earth. How are you? Look at my cats over here. Hi, Beans. Say hi to the, the folks of planet Earth, Beans. That's Beaner. That's Peach back there, my daughter's cat. I'm Chris Machete Cochran, your favorite. Now I can see you. Comic book artist slash cult leader. All right. I'm glad to be here. I'm stoked to be here. Thanks, Cryer Media. Cryer Media is cool because, you know, I just, I, I, they don't really give me any guidelines or anything. And I just like come on here and talk about anything I pretty much want to. They don't censor me either. So at least not yet, which is cool because censorship can be a, can be a real bitch when you're trying to talk about stuff. A lot of sensitive people out there today, right? Yeah. Speaking of sensitive, check out my haircut. Huh? We got the new do going on. Leveled up. Colt knows what I'm talking about here. Oh, the cat's just lounging, just loving this vibe in here tonight. All right, we're doing good tonight, aren't we? Yeah, all right. I'm happy to be here. We're going to, we're along with my fantastic new haircut, we're going to do our normal top fives. I got my buddy Brent, who is not here because, oh, I don't know. Hmm, where is Brent? He's not here. He's not here. But you know what? He sent in his top five album covers of all time kind of thing, you know. So we, we're probably going to pick from uh, our era of music that we grew up listening to. I decided to go and be a little more strategic with my top five. And I went with top five albums, but ones that were of artwork instead of photographs. All right. So that's the angle that I went on mine. Top five album artwork of all time. That's our top fives tonight. I have uh, the other regular feature. Boom! Comic book of the week. And I'm also going to just show some comic books that you wouldn't think were comic books. But they made a comic book about it. So that's pretty interesting as well. What else do we have? Uh, we got our conspiracy theory today, which is a really fun one. We're going to have some fun with it today. So all you people that are getting butt hurt by some of the conspiracy theories that I do. You're going to complain about this one, man. You just don't get it. You're not welcome in the Cult of Machete. <laughs> is the Cult of Machete a real thing? I'm always asked. And I always say no. Okay, so we're moving along here. Uh, we, we were going to do a burn unit tonight, but we were looking at somebody a little high up in the ladder of things. And uh, it didn't test very well when we put it out there. So we're going to avoid any controversy and any backlash on our uh, community. And we're going to let this one slide. Had a good burn unit tonight. Can't do it. It's not because of Cryer Media either. Regardless, Burn Unit will be back next week. I found out we couldn't do it last minute. Some stuff we put online didn't run, didn't run well. So last minute, I didn't want to just throw something in there last minute because that's not how we do it here. That's the cat. Look at the cat. Peach. And she, oh, she does listen. Good. She knows her name. Okay, great. All right. So uh, thanks for tuning in to Machete Comics, live Machete Comics. I'm Chris Machete Cochran. Over the weekend, as you know, I like to get together with my folks because I'm just that kind of dude. So they came over and I made pizza again and we watched this gym. The Burbs, starring Tom Hank. This is 1989. It just squeaks in as an 80s flick. Okay, so you're just barely gonna. You're, this is barely classified as an 80s movie. So basically, what we got is uh, Tom Hanks here. His character. He's married to Carrie Fisher. Yes, Princess Leia. Um, and his. He lives in the suburbs. Goes on vacation. 
Neighbors are crazy. They get them all cranked up. It's fantastic. So I first got inspired by this movie back when I took my very first vacation because there was a lot of summers. Well, the summertime for me when I used to work entailed playing a lot of shows. It was cool to be home for a lot of events. That was, that was a really cool thing, not playing in a band. One of the perks was being home on New Year's Eve, you know, not traveling around the holidays. That, that was cool. Um, but... Uh, what was my train of thought? But yeah, so so the first time that I got to take an actual summer off of not house painting and not touring, not doing anything, I went a little crazy. <laughs> and my neighbors were a little nuts too. So this movie's great that way, The Burbs. Great movie. Uh, if you can check it out, I don't know if it's on any services right now, but I, we watched it on the old Mighty DVD. We did, we did. All right. Well, another thing that I watched over the weekend was some wrestling because I love my wrestling. What do we have? We had SummerSlam. Yeah. All right, let's check out some SummerSlam. What do we have going on for SummerSlam? All right, full official results from SummerSlam, which was on Saturday. This was a later night event. This was uh, went past twelve o'clock, um, which was pretty pretty cool. Let's uh, before actually before we dive into SummerSlam, I'm just seeing Eel Sky, and I'm reminded of something we forgot to do. Oh, we got to pop into our whole Machete Comics store because we do have some new things. And so I apologize for backtracking. We will hit. The results of SummerSlam and how I'm rating each match. We'll get there. I hear you, big dog. I hear you barking, big dog. But right now, let's check out some new stuff that's at our store. Check this out. This is really cool. So we just finished this up today. EO Sky, which I will go over as the new woman's champion. That was in SummerSlam. This is our new graphics. I did the uh, the pencil and the ink. And uh, my wife, Lonnie Cochran, she did all the coloring and uh, placements and background and such. So that's a new one that we have out there online. You can check it out online. It'll be in our store at some point. But uh, this is our little congratulations to EO Sky. And I'll discuss more on that in a minute uh what about this oh here we go so this has been i, I always forget what we're, what we have available because as you know I'm, I'm very proactive in talking about add and moving quick in your brain thoughts you know there's too much information coming in at one time and it's good information you got to follow up on these ideas so you got to give these these ideas <laughs> a real solid 15 minutes of your time anyway sorry this is uh this is a great dude Jimmy Walker, Dynamite. He's been one of our uh, our great friends and fans and buying stuff. So that's him in the new Machete Comics, Machete Army style, right? Cause it's kind of like the Kiss Army, kinda. It's kind of like the Kiss Army one. So Machete Comics in there, and so we're getting a lot of uh, requests for those. Do we have a picture of the three quarter length sleeve one or no? Uh, yeah. If you go under the cute coats. I'll show you. I'll bring it up. So there's, uh, so we've got a lot of reply. Um, I don't have them here on site. You do have to buy these online, the T-shirts. So I've also been asked if if they can buy them like from the store here when they see me, but we don't have them on. Okay, so yeah, there's there's the three quarter length sleeve one that is uh, now becoming coming a hot item. I gotta admit, thank you for your support and your patronage. We we really appreciate it. You know, there's um, different colors uh, sleeves too. You can choose from. Yeah, you can get different colored sleeves on there in different sizes. And this is a new one for us. There goes cats fighting. Don't be distracted by my cats fighting in the back, please. And then here's the other one. And then here's just the regular. This is the one that uh, Jimmy was wearing there, but it was white. And here's the black. So that's, again, with the uh, the new Machete Army logo on there. Like So those, that's and it's, 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 we, So we do have T-shirts. I just don't have them on, on hand when I do shows or when I do public appearances or when I do my public lessons. <clears throat> Excuse me. But you can buy them online. They'll ship it to you. 
as you can see from the picture of my buddy again right here again jimmy thanks for the patronage man he's bought everything we bought a lot of stuff everything you can't buy everything oh cow somebody bought everything in our store that'd be a good one yeah. but he he, uh, he was kind enough to send a picture of the t-shirt i have some other photos of uh folks with our stuff too but i've got i don't have permission to use it right now but i'll have to keep going and get permission so hey cheers you want to buy that go for it this will be new in there soon got our eo sky uh where's our we have issue number four comic book do we have that somewhere that we can show, or no? Is that's out? Must have checked that out. That's okay. Well, our new comic book issue number four of Skeletron will be available soon as well, which we're uh, always looking to pimp that comic book. We love that comic book so much. Now, moving over to SummerSlam. Okay, so here's WWE SummerSlam 2003. This was on Saturday, and uh, I don't know. Um, overall, I'd give it a C. I wasn't totally thrilled with it. There was a, uh, there was a couple boring chants from the crowd. Now, do we have the results, or do I want to just... This is what we got, is this picture? Yeah, this is the picture. Okay. These are all the winners. Okay. No, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we had uh, Shayna Baszler against Ronda Rousey, and that way... It was supposed to be, like, a, a true UFC match, and that looks terrible, faking that. That was just redonkulous. That's the one where they're saying boring. That's the one they were cheering, chanting boring on. Oh, my gosh. And then there was uh, Jake Paul, right? Not Logan Paul. Jake Paul, because Logan Paul had a great fight. Or was it Logan Paul here? Logan this Paul. is Logan Paul. Jake Paul had the, had the fight against uh, Diaz that later that night that I, I would I enjoyed more than this actually. So um, Logan Paul, he's a uh, yeah Logan Paul. He he's pretty cool, man. Like I'm I'm, I'm digging him. I'm digging him. Good heel. Yeah, I don't. Uh, he's a good wrestler though as well. I'm finding. You know, I, I think uh, he really does. He really does that. He, he's good at, at uh, he's starting to become a heel. And he's really good at being the heel. Yeah, how do I click this one off? I can't find this one. Just if I want to go in and out. Oh, there's. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So Logan, I find uh, Logan Logan Paul's working out. If you if you're wondering because he's such a media guy, he takes the bumps. He does a lot of them, and I didn't see a lot of really big bumps in this whole in this whole show. So moving along, so we had Gunther, and Gunther fought. Uh, oh man, it was, what's his name there? And I see. I don't even remember his. I'm not a huge fan to begin with, but he's like your. Uh, Mel Gibson type guy, right? Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. So yeah, Gunther fought Drew McIntyre, and I was cheering for Gunther anyway. Yeah. Gunther retained the Intercontinental Championship right there. And then with Seth Rollins, you all know how I feel about Seth Rollins. Not a big fan. And again, his match was against uh, Finn Balor again and again. And then they didn't use the money in the bank. Yeah. Uh, it was just a pain in the ass. I thought um, Cody Rhodes match. Um, come on, Cody Rhodes again. Versus Brock Lesnar? Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> then they hugged in the middle of the I heard there was supposed to be a different ending, but Lesnar changed the script. But whatever. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that wasn't too thrilling. I might even give this lower than a C. Eo Sky come in and did the old uh, Money in the Bank. Woo! That's why we did that, that dedication to her. So she's our new champion. That was pretty rad. The uh, the King of the Ring, or the Battle Royal, we had our, our main man Brent there one. I mean, I mean LA Knight. Uh, uh, LA Knight one. So, yeah, so we got uh, LA Knight won the uh, the Battle Royal, and that was pretty entertaining. I, think I enjoyed, uh, yeah, well, that was the best match, I think. Yeah, yeah, probably, right? I'm looking at the other ones. Um, the Bianca Blair match with uh, Charlotte and Asa Asuka. Yeah. I don't know, man. They're just not... I just don't think those three work together properly. I don't think they had the chemistry, unfortunately. And uh, the main event... You know, oh, with Jimmy Uso against... Uh, or was it Jay Uso? I always get their names mixed up. 
Oh, man, against Roman Reigns. Now, I, I need to drink water because, again, the big buildup, the match was actually not too bad. Somebody interrupted the end of the match. And the person that interrupted the end of the match to me did not make any sense at all why that person, their character, would be motivated to interrupt the, the match. And it just was like, oh, really? It was one of those moments where, who's under the hood? And they took off the hood. And you probably know it was, it was the brother. It was Jimmy or Jay, whichever was Jimmy. It was Jimmy Uso that pulled foul. Oh, man, come on. Like, you can do better than that. I know you can do better than that. So, actually, I'm going to give SummerSlam uh, a, a C minus. The more, the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm thinking about it, it really wasn't that great. And there wasn't a lot of memorable bumps either. You know, I'm, I'm watching a lot of the action over at AEW, which i got to find more time to do. I watched a garage brawl or a parking lot brawl. Holy crap, those guys are really laying their bodies on the line. It's insane, the abuse. Now, keep in mind, the WWE wrestlers, too, they go through it, man. Like, the most respect I have for these guys is for what they put their bodies through. And, yes, the results are fake. But the bounces and the bumps, the wrestling turn, the bumps they take through these tables and such, these are real bumps, man. And, you know, boom, they're really getting suplex and such. And uh, the stamina that they have to do it for such a long time, you can see they're exhausted. One key way to, to really tap into this is to watch somebody like Mr. T back in the day try and compete in a whole wrestling match and see how exhausted he is apparently when mr t fought in the first wrestlemania or it was the first and second one he needed a, a air dealy oxygen tank in the back after he got off he was so exhausted <clears throat> which is always you know that, that shows you these wrestlers got great stamina even with all the drugs and alcohol and funny stuff they do it's amazing like back in the past uh nowadays i don't know how that runs i think they test them pretty much but man they take some bumps my friends they take, but regardless, the SummerSlam wasn't that great. If you didn't see, you didn't miss out on much. Uh, but if you do see uh, AEW parking lot brawl or, or something like that, check it out. Wow. Because I got to start showing some more of that because there's been some great matches over there. And those guys really sacrificed themselves. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. So that's my wife doesn't like it. My wife doesn't like the, the bloody wrestling. No. No. All right. Do, do, do. Comic book of the week. We're going back. I have to open this. This is a classic. This is a classic. Now, I, I love Amazing Spider-Man. I just find that it's so expensive to buy the back issues. Now, I'm kind of staying still, but here it is right here. It's Amazing Spider-Man number 78, and it's the first appearance of this gentleman right here, the Prowler. And it's one of those situations where you get the first appearance of a character, and then you don't see him for, like, a decade, and you think, well, that's got to be it for him. And they do a revamp in another universe of a character like they're doing with Miles Morales. And this character actually comes into play. Uh, so this is the Prowler. And he is, I always thought he was so cool because he's kind of like Spider-Man, right? Especially the face there. The colors are really cool as well for back. Now, this is an oldie, but a goodie, right? This is another one of those ones that, wow, you get the old comic book smell. Um, so guess what year this is from? I'm thinking... Okay, jeez. Uh, 69, dude. This is... Where are you? 69, dude! I got it! Hey! November 69, dude. Okay. This is before I was born. Imagine that. I found a comic book before I was born. <laughs> that, that's, that's an oldie. 
All right, friends, but this is brilliant. Uh, classic, classic stuff, you know. Uh, back in the late 60s, we got probably Stan, yeah, by Stan Lee and John, John Bushima is the penciler, and Jim Mooney is the inker. I guess color. Let's know. Where's the colors? Letter. Hmm, weird. But this is the style of art, and I love this style. Oh, man, isn't that, isn't that beautiful? There's no computers in there. Not that I, I, I hate computers, but I just appreciate this. I appreciate this old uh, pencil and ink style, you know. Oh, and then, of course, of course, you got to know what's going on Super Saturday on ABC. Okay, so this is kind of cool, too, because I always – you get like a commercial break when you're reading an old comic book. So right now I've got Super Saturday on ABC. So what they have is the lineup for the cartoons – that were on Saturday morning and what time they were going to be on. Because if, if you're a youngling, um, you may not know this. There was, there was one day, one morning that we really had to watch our new cartoons. So it's like your new episodes on Netflix and such. But we waited Saturday morning for our new cartoons to come out. And it was quite the event. You know, you, you probably heard about it, especially us Gen Xers. We, we really, really loved our Saturday morning cartoons and the whole ritual of the bowl of cereal and not saying a word, just staring in the screen and having a bowl of cereal. It's just awesome. So here we go. So at 8 o'clock, we've got the adventures of Casper the Friendly Ghost. Um, I, see, there's other channels. I don't know if I would have checked that one out, but I like Casper. Now, here's one, Smokey the Bear Show. And this was new, a Smokey the Bear cartoon show. And this that was on at 8.30 in the morning on Saturdays in 1969, dude. Uh, so going on to 9 o'clock in the morning, we've got the Catanooga Cats. Sorry, I was wanting to say something else there, I think. And this is on at 9 o'clock, Catanooga Cats. There they are. There's a lot of hippie cartoons at that point. And you can see the cats are like, they're like hippies. All right, so moving along. Uh, we've got at 10 o'clock, we've got new Hot Wheels. Oh, wow. Speed Thrills Action, the Hot Wheels Racing Club. So those little uh, little dinky cars or die-cast cars, Hot Wheels had a cartoon in 1969, dude. And it was on at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. I probably would have checked that out as a youngling. Yeah. Okay, so at 11 or oh, 10.30, oh, the new Hardy Boys. Wow, it's a cool graphic. And I remember my mother used to read me Hardy Boys stories when I was really young. She would read me Hardy Boys stories. So I may have checked that out. If I was alive during 1969, dude. Um, so Skyhawks, 11 o'clock. Oh, okay, I'm not. Skyhawks. There you are there. It looks pretty normal. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like a captain-style dude with a captain's hat, his wife and his kid, and helicopter. Daring Air Sea Rescues, Secret mission, Missions, Skydiving Thrills, and fast-paced excitement comes your way as Captain Wilson and his Skyhawks take off on new weekly adventures. Wow, all right. Well, I, I would probably check that out. That sounds cool. Um, so that's 11 o'clock on Saturdays, 1969, dude. And then we've got the Adventures of Gulliver. That's a classic. I think they redid that with Jack Black, right? The big dude who gets pinned down. He's a giant that gets pinned down by all the little people. Um, and then Fantastic Voyage at 12 o'clock. Fantastic Four Find Danger. That's not the Fantastic Four. Um, of their strange trip through a famous professor's bloodstream. Oh, so they're shrunken down. Oh, that's kind of neat, huh? And that's on at 12 o'clock right down there. It gets a little blurry for you there. It's funny how they refer to them as the, the Fantastic Four and they could get away with it back then. Nowadays, somebody be there'd be a lawsuit. Somebody's going to sue someone. And then, oh, and then someone says here too, uh, turn the page and find out how you can join ABC's exciting new Super Saturday Club. 
Oh, so then you got this huge thing here about joining the Super Saturday Club, and uh, it's free. No, 50 cents. 50 cents. And you get an ABC Super Saturday Club membership card, newsletter, premium coupon, official ABC Super Saturday button, sticker and decals, club pennant, poster, and a stamp album. All for fifty cents, man. I would I would have wanted to join that, but it's probably it's probably like, yeah, for for American residents only. So I wouldn't have been able to do that anyway. So and the cool thing about these old comic books as well is the style of the clothing. If they go out and stuff, ah, here you go, here you go, boom! The first appearance of the Prowler. Look at that. Look at the ink lines over over here. Sorry, behind him that they would do. Oh, it's just beautiful. See, I I just really respect the artwork. I love it. Man, Alex, because I want to sit here and read it now. now. Now you can finish high school at home. Sure, sure you can. This is my comic book of the week. Amazing Spider-Man, number 78. First full appearance of the Night Prowler, or the Prowler. First first appearance of the Prowler. Uh, it's 1969, dude. By Stan Lee, John Buscemi. Good stuff, right? Oh, man, those are good comic books. Some people be like, oh, my God, you're taking it out of the plastic bag. How could you do that? Well, you can when you're good at it. When most of my friends were out learning how to play baseball, I was taking care of my comic books because it was summertime and I was waiting for hockey season. Okay, so another funny thing I want to bring up, another fun thing I want to bring up uh, is a new little thing is... Uh, I don't know how to title this yet because it's brand new. Is yes, they made a comic book about that. <clears throat> that wasn't too zingy of a title. I know I'm gonna. Re I'll, I'll rephrase that at some point. So there's something stuck in this in here. So I want to. That was great, huh? See how I did that? That's how you take. Say, married with children at a comic book. I know, right? I know. I got a few of them here. So married with children had a comic book. So what year do you think this one is, Lonnie? What year do we got, Lonnie? Same. Boom! How did you get that? I was trying to Nailed it. it. 1989. Just like, uh, so this came out the same year that this came out. Oh, yeah. You can only choose one. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, huh? That's pretty cool. Um, I know what you're saying. What's the art like on the inside? It's like, oh, well, it's like Barbie art. Or not like, uh, you know, I guess it's kind of like Barbie. Archie. That's what I'm thinking is Archie. It's more like Archie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Married with Children from Now Comics in 1989. Uh, Married with Children took their shot at, at, at comic books. So, I've got, like, a few of them here. We've got one with uh, one of my teenage uh, heartthrobs there, Christina Applegate. Applegate. <laughs> she is great, though. Applegate. Man, yeah. What was the name of her character on the show, hon? Kelly. Kelly Bundy. Yay! Here we got Al on the cover of this one. Hey, Peg. Hey, Peg. Leave me alone, Peg. Where's my dinner? Peg. Al. Ed O'Neill. Yeah, Ed O'Neill. And then we got Al. Peggy, Katie Seagal. Yeah, because her name was Peggy on the show. Yeah, so comic books you never thought were comic books? Married with Children. Yeah, I got a few of those. Pretty rad. The Spider-Man one's good, too. Okay, we're going to do our top five. Time for the top five. Let's do a top five. Okay, top five today is the best album covers 
of all time. Five best. All right. So Brent sent his in via a text to me. And I have mine, most of mine right here. Okay, so I'll go first. The first one that I have is by a great band that had some of the greatest guitar work ever, in my opinion. And this is just Thin Lizzy. Look at that. So mine are all, no photographs in my covers. Mine are all top five artwork. Now, here's the decent, decent. This is what I really liked about this. It slides. This is like, I have the album behind there, right? But this slides in and out. Is that the liner? Yeah. Oh, wow. I just don't have the record in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try and do this a little better. Okay, here we go. So you see this it's in the inside there. Now, yeah, comic book art, a little bit, right? So that's my number five album covers of all time. Brent's number five is, I actually have it here. I can show it here. Is from the year 1984, the album 1984. Oh, this one might be on my list too. Look at that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's friggin' cool. Mm-hmm. I, I love the little... We'll talk about this more later, because I think it's on, it's on my list as well. But yeah, so this is Brent's number five. Van Halen, 1984. So cool. It's like... A, and when I was younger, I thought this was like little David Lee Roth. That's who I thought it was, right? Now on my list, number four, we got some Queen... Now, a lot of these are from when I was younger, because since hence me having the albums. Uh, and I used to stare at these while I would play the vinyl, right? So number four on my list is Queen, News of the World. Now, here's here, check this out. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then right when you think it's done, you flip it over, and you got him invading a concert. Wow. That's a lot of artwork there. How awesome is that, right? And this one has, of course, uh, well, music-wise, this one has We Will Rock You, We're the Champions, Sheer Heart Attack, All Dead, All Dead, Spread Your Wings. Like, right there, those are all hits right there. That's amazing. Um, And then Fight From the Inside is ending it. Get Down, Make Love. Boom, boom, boom. Great song, Sleeping on the Sidewalk, Who Needs You, It's Late, My Melancholy Blues, produced by Queen. Look at this, brilliant, just brilliant. Now, here's the thing, all you young pop stars out there who are aspiring vocalists and want to do these solo careers, Freddie Mercury played in a rock band, my friends, rock and roll, Spin Queen Live Killers, or this, or anything uh, from the 70s and 80s. This is probably another 79er dude or something. 77. Um, Freddie Mercury played in a rock band, my friend. So all you pop stars out there who are like, Freddie Mercury's my favorite singer. That is cool. I can respect that. But if you turn around and say you don't like rock and roll, you're not really uh, making sense. Freddie rocked. And live, man, they would just throw it down. They backed it up with artwork like this. You know what I think would be cool? Oh, no, I can't tell you. Some artist might steal the idea from me. Oh, hey, Beans, thanks for showing us your crotch. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, my, my cat's crotch. Okay, so this is number four on my top five album covers of all time, and I'm going the way of uh, illustrations and drawings, okay? So this is, yeah, that's my number four. Yes, number five was Thin Lizzy. All right, so Brent's number four. This is a great one. Um <clears throat> Uh, got got some Iron Maiden here. We got a picture of this one. So this is Brent, Number of the Beast. Oh yeah, again. Look at the graphic. Look at the drawing. 
Beast for Brent would be number four, <laughs> right? Then this is this is okay. So number three, we're going to keep the Iron Maiden uh, signage going here. So my number three of my top five album artwork of all time artwork on my end no photographs iron maiden power slave again this is another one where i would put on my turntable and just stare at it. even my producer is going wow because she likes uh have, have you are you privy to this cover at all i think i've seen just in passing you probably yeah, haven't probably taken a real that. good look yeah. at it right how yeah. cool is that and then of course you know they back it up with the bat look at there's the soft the esophagus is that what they call them Yes. Of uh, Eddie instead of King Tut. Oh, look at the beautiful artwork, my friends. Like, that's just beautiful. And then, of course, they back it up by just nailing it. You know, just musician-wise, Maiden uh, will always be one of the best technical metal bands, in my opinion, from the 80s that I enjoyed. Okay. That's my number three. We're getting to the top two. Brent's number three, which kind of surprised me a bit because he's not a punk guy, but Brent took The Clash, London Calling, which is a cool cover. That's pretty rad. Let's see it. Where is it? There we go. The Clash, London Calling. So that's Brent's number three of five favorite album covers. I like it. I think it's cool. <laughs> Again, I'm sticking to album art, but to be honest with you, that would not have made the top five in my photos of album covers but that's cool brent really liked it because he said when he was younger seeing somebody smash a guitar in anger like that was pretty rad he could feel the uh the vibe coming off of that which i agree that's a fantastic cover fantastic cover okay that's brent's number three now we're going to move over to my number two number two illustrated cover album cover of all time and this was already discussed because brent had it as number five but this is my number two and this is the Van Halen one. So I'll expand more on, on 1984. When I first bought this, I was 13 years old. I remember riding my bike. Here we go, folks. You're in for another one of them. Riding my bike. Wait, so past, my, past the public school, down, 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 down a hill, past the park, uh, down through a subdivision, stop at a busy road, either go straight or hang a left. I'd usually hang a left, go up the road to an even busier road, which was the main street, hang a right, go past the uh, junior high, Degrassi Junior High. We had a junior high. I went past it. Then you hit the downtown, which wasn't that huge, but it was the downtown. And I'd go to the very end of the street of the downtown. There was this little record shop. Parked my BMX bike out front, go inside, and I saw this. I didn't even know it was out. I'd always go down there looking for records. I'd have my 10 bucks in my pocket, and I'd go down there once a week looking for a record. And uh, 19, so yeah, so I was 13 years old, and uh, I saw this, and it's, the cover just, I probably stared at it for a couple seconds first, which is kind of like, wow. And then God brought it home, and again, put the album on and stared at the cover. The pack of cigarettes with an angel, and it's just, he's loving the it, it, it looks, it makes look smoking look cool. I'm trying to say this in a different way, but it just, <laughs> It just makes smoking look so cool. This little angel's doing it. And then you dive in, and it looks like a little Diamond Dave, right? Little David Lee Roth with his wings. But what a great airbrush, airbrushed painting as well, though. Um, as far as artwork goes, this is fantastic. Just the skin tone, the schmirk on the little kid's face, and just with this, it's just brilliant. I never would have, if somebody would have came to me uh, commission-wise and said, I want a, a little little angel schmirking with a cigarette in his hand, I, I never would have thought of this. It, it's so cute. But so evil and not devilish at the same time. So this is my number two. I don't. He just looks like a tough angel. It's cool, huh? Yeah. Everybody loves a tough, a, a good, a good person that's got a little bit of, of uh, toughness in him, right? You know, hippie in love, but throat punch if they deserve it. Um, so this is my number two album artwork. 
of all time. And, you know, again, partially because of of the moment I mentioned, you know. Uh, that was a long drive on my bike. It was much like that to get comic books, too, right? <clears throat> but it didn't bother me. I liked it. <clears throat> Sorry, Dusty Cat here. Here's the back of it, 1984. Ah, oh, Ed. Ed, man. I still miss Eddie Van Halen, one of my favorite guitar players of all time. Always will be. Thank you, Ed. All right, so we got Brent's number two. This is a good one. I was just listening to this the other day. And Beans is still showing us his crotch. She's got some Pantera beans. Yeah, that's not it, though. That's not it? No, that's not the cover. Ah, the producer got the wrong cover. That's funny. It's kind of like that, but that's not it. Uh, so it's 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 an, it's an a face being punched, right. and it's kind of like that. You tell I don't listen to him. <laughs> uh, vulgar display of power by Pantera. It's just like this. It's a, it's and, and slow-mo getting punched. Okay. Um, the music on. Again, that's another one. You're like, whoa. You look at the album cover. And you're kind of like, or the, the, you know, back, I guess this might even be close to CD cover instead. But you look at the artwork, the picture on the front, and you're like, whoa. And then you listen to it, and holy crap. That's just a fantastic album. I don't have that in front of me, unfortunately. But uh, Pantera, uh, yeah, Vulgar Display of Power, man. Whole, it just starts with Mouth for War. So good. As I said, I was just listening to this album the other morning just to get some uh, beside me, getting a little cranked up. I didn't have enough wind in my sails, so I put on some Pantera, my friends. You know what I'm talking about. All right, cool. So we've got my, we'll do Brent's number one right now. Let's do Brent's number one. And it's a crotch shot of Vince Neil. <laughs> All right, Brent. So my co-host, Brent. <laughs> Where's that album cover again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> L.A. Night. Yeah. Brent chose uh, Too Fast for Love by Motley Crue. Um, probably not because it's a crotch shot, um, but that's what a great album that is. Huh? Yes. That's, you know, that's very similar to a Rolling Stones cover, though. Uh, Sticky Fingers, I believe it was called. Uh, oh. it's, it's very close to that as well. Maybe might even be homage to it. I haven't really looked into it, but... A lot of people did that kind of cover. Because they did. There was a lot of stuff, like a lot of look at my look at my Wang Festival kind of thing going on back in that day. A lot of tighties, a lot of tight pants and tight bums. Was there a Katie band? Yeah, I think they were called Mr. Machete. Um, so this was this was and then what a great album this is. And if you have the original pressing of this on vinyl, man, hang on to that. That's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. What a great album! Fantastic album. It's, it's like a cross between punk and metal, and it's it's a very very uh, satisfying album in the way that it's just. I love the way that it's not recorded top notch, especially on the vinyl. Uh, the vinyl source of it. You know, if you're listening to that, man, it's it's very punk meets metal. One of the first, maybe. Cool. Okay. The show is my favorite. Yeah, good song. My number one. Now I got a tie. Now, first of all, let's show show the graphic of the oh, one. Yes. I think some of you knew this was coming. Oh, man. Frank Frazetta, 1973, did that. Molly Hatchet. Look at that. My friends. My friends, that I wish I drew that. I look at a lot of Frazetta's work and aspire to be five uh, percent to ten percent as good as this guy is or was. Because like, I don't think he passed away. Uh, I can't keep track of all these 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 uh, idols of mine that are passing away. I can't keep track of them because they're still alive on my TV screen and on my uh, my computer screen and in my magazines and books. Look at that. I, I just don't. I don't even want to take that off the screen. That's beautiful. It is. It's just beautiful. Okay, sorry, we gotta take that, it off the screen. Is that like uh, watercolor? Do you think? No, that's like oil painting. Oil painting. Wow. Yeah, 
Frazetta, not back in the day. Frazetta had some great Conan the Barbarian stuff. If you follow me on Facebook, if you're friends with me on Facebook, on my personal Facebook page, I post a lot of Frazetta's paintings and just because I, I like to share that kind of stuff. Now, that's number one, but we have a tie. Here's the thing. I, I had to narrow this down to one Kiss album because they're all just, the, the drawings, painted ones are so good and just bring back such good memories. I had to go with one. Whoa, geez, there's records in there and everything. Okay. And it's rock and roll over. Oh, man, look at that. It's like a shield. It's like a flag. It's like a huge tattoo you want on your back as a kid, right? Like, it's everything. It's comic book art. It's identity for eat. Look at this, man. You got your cat. You got your 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 space angel lover guy. You got your demons. You got your actually your spaceman. Look at the flow of this rock and roll over, rock and roll over kiss. That's just brilliant. Same thing on the back because you don't need to put anything different on the back. And this album was good. Um, my, my highlights on this are Mr. Speed. Wow, what a great song. Um, I also really liked uh, Baby Driver. Peter Chris did that one. Love him, leave him. It's all really, really good. Really, really good. Seeing your dreams, love them and leave them. Hard luck woman, making love, take me. I want you, calling Dr. Love, Baby Driver, Ladies Room, Mr. Speed. I'd say Mr. Speed is the, the hidden gem on that on this album right here. But the uh, the artwork, this is my number one. If the funny, if we were going for photos, it would have been Kiss Alive one that I would have popped in there as number one, probably. Now honorable mention so a lot of uh gen xers as myself and folks my age who are into women they have that carrie fisher uh princess leah kind of dream thing where, where when she was with with jabba the hutt and i mentioned before this is where i'm at so this is like an honorable mention for record album covers oh madonna like a virgin oh madonna like a virgin yeah so uh yeah that's just again how old was i when this came out Lauren? I think it was 83. 84, but I was 13. So I was 13. I was 13 when this came out, 1984. And yeah, that photo really, uh, really helped out. <laughs> There's the back cover of it right there. Madonna when she was young, very young. Uh, how old do you think Madonna would have been in those in the album artwork there, producer Loney? Early twenties. Early 20s, You think? Oh, really? That young? Huh? Yeah. 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 Who was it? The star- oh, Cindy Lauper, who actually didn't get famous and started until she was well into her thirties. Uh, Girls just want to have fun, all that stuff. So, uh, she was well into her thirties when she did all that, which is pretty impressive, really. Um, so we got that. We should have a countdown on Beans's uh, crotch here because we're still <laughs> we're still staring at Beans's crotch here. Now this might get me shut down. I don't know if there's going to be. Some people that are sensitive to cat uh, genitalia, um, maybe you should turn away. You can't see anything. Well, that's good. I just say people get sensitive these days. That's my cat. This is what he does. Okay, how about we hit our conspiracy theory? Uh, thanks for tuning in, folks. I just want to uh, keep moving and shaking here. We don't got a whole lot of time left. Um, conspiracy theory. Here we go. Hold on a sec. Sorry. Do you believe in conspiracies?
Hello. I love that. Little aliens waving at you. Still waiting for that. <clears throat> Come out my back door, look out into the forest, see a bunch of little guys. <laughs> We're here. Hello. They'd probably be like some of the poor homeless people, though they're living out. Oh, I see anybody. Okay. This is a pretty. Uh, all right. Now, if you're going to get offended by this again, I didn't come up with this. Some serious, hard hitting issues we're about to show you here. Yeah, this is live footage. This is crazy. From back in the day. This is going to blow your mind. Sensitive viewers may want to look away. Let's show this. We're, we're, this uh, first of all, this was in uh, Alabama, in the States. Crichton, Crichton, Alabama, I believe, in the States. Yeah. Here we go, folks. Swing on your hats. (laughs) Sensitive viewers. Well, just in time for St. Patrick's Day, crowds are coming by the dozens to get an up-close view at what some say is a piece of Irish folklore. Some people in the Crichton area of Mobile say a leprechaun is taking up residence in their neighborhood. A leprechaun. NBC 15's (laughs) Brian Johnson has more. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community, many of you bringing binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do a look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This amateur sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. My theory is it's casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff and it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. Yes, still on there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. This guy, helping to direct traffic, says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This water's all smells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago from my great-great-grandfather, who was Irish. I just came to help out. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where to go. I want to go. Give me the go. I want to go. This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News. People will do anything <laughs> for a pot of gold. Everything about that was friggin' awesome. Do leprechauns exist? I don't even know, man. I'd feel a lot safer if that dude was patrolling our neighborhood, though. Uh, yeah. That guy was sure. great. I don't know what my favorite part was about that, whether it was like, you know, the guy going, hey, everybody, y'all believe it's a leprechaun? <laughs> See? Oh, man. The guy, the lady that suggested it could be somebody taking the wrong kind of crack. <laughs> or the guy that had the flute, they were saying he was going to keep the leprechauns away with the flute. <laughs> okay, what is I got to get back home. I can dig that tree. I want to get that pot of gold. I want that gold. Like, I want the gold. I can't even judge these people. It's just far too awesome. Like, I can't even. I don't know, man. I'll let, I'll let you folks at home uh, decide. You know, decide what's going on there, man. Uh, that's some wild stuff. That's that's some that, wild, that wild stuff. Back. That was a while back. I looked for updates and I didn't see any. But that's your that's our conspiracy theory today is yeah. uh, a real serious one for, for all you people who were uh, <laughs> taking it too seriously. That's for you. Love you all. Love you all. Okay, that's that's our conspiracy theory for today. We got what? what we got one more thing to go through. 
Yeah, do you want me to play the... Yeah, what do we got? Yeah, we'll figure out what our next thing is while we do this. Thanks. Sure. Leprechauns. funny leprechauns do they exist what's I, I saw two or full rainbow uh a few weeks ago there i got photos of it too it's nice guess i should have been looking funny okay we're, we're near the end here thanks for tuning into the show folks i really appreciate it we are actually gaining viewers i uh yeah you know it's funny it's like that old joke hey man you gotta rush home and do your podcast for two people not anymore Oh, there's quite a bit of you out there, and thank you. As in one other, we've been number one in a country. We've been number one in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I can't explain it. I don't know what they dig about it. I don't know if there's a lot of uh, American or Canadian folks down there. It could be the wrestling talk, but I, either way, I thank you, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in. Everybody else, thanks as well. I love it. I've been here for a while now. I've been doing this for a few years. You see, I just like to come on here and talk. I don't really put too much into politics or anything like that, but... and. With that said, here's our last uh, couple of videos here before we end off. I don't know what these are either. These are. What did you think about the ride? It was great. And apparently, I've never been on live television before, but apparently sometimes I don't watch the sh I don't watch the news because I'm a kid and apparently every time apparently Grandpa just gives me the remote after we watch the Powerball. It's the Powerball. <laughs> Tell me about the ride. What did you think about the ride? Well, it was great. Why? Because apparently you're spinning around, and apparently every time you get dizzy, yeah. that's all you do is get dizzy. Is fun? Yeah. And I've never, ever been on live television. I never, ever be on live television. Are you excited? Yeah, and apparently I only went down the super slide. When I went down the water, I was scared half to death. Kids say the darndest things. And apparently... He's apparently a kid. And apparently... Oh, that's a good one. That's that, a classic. That is a classic. That one will make you smile. Sometimes you just need to roll those old ones like, uh, hey, we've got a kid dressed up like a zombie here. What do you think of the zombies? They're like turtles. Oh, man. I, if, when I used to teach, like, tons of lessons, like 15 students a day, I'd always have one of those in between... One of the breaks like that of watching. That was funny. Thank you. I enjoyed that way. Apparently, after the Powerball. I know my mom liked that one. I bet you my mom was, was laughing about that. Okay, Lonnie's got one more for me here before we go. Again, I don't know what this one is. A one, a two, a three, four, five, a six. 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 Surprise. It's Six Finger. 
It looks like your finger, but watch him flip. It's a secret weapon at your fingertip. Just point and fire, six finger sends, and as a West missile, to your friends. Six finger, six finger, six finger! Fires cap loaded, bombs and they explode as a ballpoint pen and signals in code. Looks like a finger so no one can see who has six finger. Me, me, me! Shoots rockets that burst and bombs that explode and writes with a pen and signals in code. Shoot message missiles and watch them go and it looks like your finger and how will they know? Here's how to get it on the card right there. Less than two dollars everywhere. Six finger, six finger, man alive. How did I ever get along with five? Fast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Toys were so much cooler when they didn't give a shit if they hurt each other with them, huh? Damn. Put a bomb on the end. Six fingers. Put a bomb on the end of it. Shoot it. A poison. It started somebody. I saw one of them had like caps on it, right? So, pop. <laughs> Oh man! Right with it too. Thank you. That was cool. I like that one. Wait, do you know what year that was? It just said 1950s. 50s? Oh my God! No, so really? Time Did they have TV 50s. in the 50s? Yes, they had TV in the. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, I'm just saying, like, wow, my man, I'd buy one of those. You should look those up, friends. See what they, they cost on eBay. Six fingers, and it's like a gun mm -hmm. message. Wow. All right. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We're at the end here. That was that was fun. I always love coming on here and chatting with everybody. Um, summers. Well, yeah. So we have some uh, more workshops coming up. I always forget to pimp my stuff. We got the we got the material stuff at the beginning. The physical stuff I'm doing this weekend coming up. I have my weekend comic book art workshop down at the Broom Factory. Thank you, my friends. Sponsored by the Kingston Canadian Film Festival. The weekend after that, we have our band program. Thank you, Broom Factory, again. That's a weekend event. The following weekend is my birthday on Friday, and then I'm downtown teaching for Scholastic, the Captain Underpants stuff. After that, September, we're looking at hitting some in-stores because issue number four of Skeletron will be available. Okay, so that's what we have coming up, okay? So I have two more, I have two more weekend events coming up here in Kingston. Comic books, music. We have uh, Scholastic for the Kids downtown. If you're interested or you're visiting, issue four of Skeletron will be out. And another cat entered the room. Okay, we're doing good. Great, great, great. So I got caught up on all that. And again, as I was talking last week at the end about how you just, you know, I used to love going out to Walmart and such. Not Walmart in general, but that's where you meet a lot of people. And, and I, I try to make people smile. It was always kind of a fun thing I do. And now I, I mentioned last time that, you know what? It, it, it doesn't work anymore for the most part. Um, and mo and it's not my fault and it's not their fault. It's nobody's fault. We're all just pissed off right now. Again, like, you know, we, we're told that UFOs are real. And we're all just, yeah, we're just burnt. Leave us alone. You know, it sucks. Again, you know, the prices of our of our cost of living in general are ridiculous. So what you need to do is take care of yourself, my friends. If you have immediate family members, I'm not telling you not to take care of other people, but this is a time when we really need to look inside the box, I think. Take care of your noggins, you know what I mean? As I said before, I really wish that somebody would stop, you know, promoting Barbie movies and actually, you know, do something. Stop giving our money away. Stop throwing uh, things, housing 
curves the ball the wrong way. There's people that need it, and you're throwing things the wrong way. You know, all I'm seeing is is, is stuff about Barbie movies with the pe- with the dude that's leading our, our show right now. And this is another final thought too, though, is that if so, I run like I have this podcast, which is great, but I also run a very small comic book company. Now, if I was going through a divorce with my wife right now, I would not be able to run that very small comic company. How the hell is this guy gonna run a country? I, I we need to speak up. We need to let our voices be known. But at the same time, my friends, you take care of yourself, okay? I see it in everybody's eyes when I'm out. I talk about it with my friends in the uh, machete group. It sucks. But don't let it get you down. It's not permanent, is it, Lonnie? No. No, it's not permanent. Keep going. I'll be back smiling at everybody again in no time. Right now, they're very designated. I'm picky and choosy because nobody wants it. I don't want some jackass smiling at me when I'm looking at an $8 bag of chips. We got to laugh about it, my friends. We got to laugh about it. Change is coming, but you got to voice it here and there, right? I do it by joking around a bit. Um, I'm really trying to teeter the fence so I don't offend a lot of people. Got to make a living. I'm Chris Machete Cochran. I'm your favorite cult leader slash comic book artist. Thank you to the Cryer Media for having me on here. Thank you for letting me onto your screens and into your home or wherever we are. That's a big deal to me, man, because a lot of times when I change a channel, I say, get out of my house, and I change the channel. But I thank you for letting me into yours. Take care of yourself. Your immediate family at well, but take care of yourself. I can feel the tension in the world, and I don't like it. Peace and love, my friends. Party on, be excellent to each other. I'll see you next week. Haircut. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.